All right, what is up? And welcome back to another episode of the Build a Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And in this week's episode, um, we're just going to be going over a quick update as to uh, what's been going on with my arm. And then also kind of dive into a little bit about like how I'm going to position my mindset to just simply keep going because I'm I'm sure all of you know that this is a pretty tough mental hurdle and I mean tough both physically and mentally for um, for anyone I mean um, I can't say that a single person would like have this kind of significant injury and be like well you know is it just it is what it is and just suck it up and keep going um, I'm sure that anyone who has experienced an injury in their life it, knows that it is a pretty big like mental and physical hurdle to overcome itself um so yeah i don't really have any notes planned for this episode i'm just gonna uh, ramble on like i always do uh, except with a little bit less structure than usual because like i said i don't really have any notes but um yeah we'll just kind of kick things off with an update of basically what's happened um so today is i'm recording this on wednesday june 29th so uh, my surgery was this past Friday uh, on June 24th at, at around like I think 1, 1 p.m. Uh, but yeah, I had to get over there like a couple hours early. Um, so pretty much I'll start the story by like leading up to that point. So basically, you know, woke up, uh, had a pretty shit night of sleep the night before just because I was anxious about everything. And, you know, I didn't really know what to expect from surgery. I've never had any sort of significant or major injury in my life. So yeah, just going in, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, and I was just super nervous about the, the whole thing. I kept waking up throughout the night and um, couldn't really get a full night's like sleep. And I'm usually pretty good about sleep. I usually sleep straight through the night. I'll wake up maybe once or twice throughout the night just to pee. Uh, but I usually get a pretty good night's rest. But that night, I woke up like three to four times and I like, um, yeah, I, I just couldn't. I just did not feel well rested when I woke up and I just had to start my day. Um, I kept all my client sessions in the morning like booked as usual. Um, that was because um, I, I've like even my client who uh, who I met with, um, he was saying like, yeah, I don't know if I'd be like working and like doing all this stuff like on the day of my surgery. And I basically told him and what I'm what I am about to tell you right now is that I didn't want to just sit around and loaf around waiting and just being anxious because you know I'm a pretty like anxious person. So like I didn't just want to sit around and be anxious and wait. And just, yeah, just didn't know what to expect and just kind of like sit there waiting for my operation. Um, I wanted to like keep my life as normal as possible. I wanted to stay busy like up until that point that I had to actually go and head out to the surgical center. But um, yeah, I just wanted to keep everything as normal as possible. Um, you know, I, I obviously I didn't eat because you can't eat um, uh, past midnight of the night before of surgery. And then in the morning, I had a lot of coffee, a lot of water, and then four hours four hours before uh the the surgery time i stopped drinking everything i just stopped drinking anything at all and so yeah pretty much fasted until then um yeah and that was pretty much it um and then yeah pretty much just i just tried to get as much done as i could like knowing that um i wouldn't i would pretty much have to take the weekend off and i also uh would be very uh impaired because just under the influence of drugs and also not having a left arm Try to take care of much as much errands as much um, you know chores as much uh, stuff as I could leading up until that point, and then uh, I had to get there at around eleven thirty, and yeah, surgery was at one. Checked in at eleven thirty and all that, 
Um, yeah, the, the process itself actually went by pretty fast. I got in, got dressed in um, their, uh, what do they call them, the, the, the surgery gowns and all that, uh, changed and everything. And then that whole process took about an, like almost two hours. Uh, they actually told me that the surgeon was running late that day and it would uh, my surgery would be pushed out to about 45 minutes later than it was scheduled for. Uh, but it actually it actually went by pretty fast. It, it actually probably took it about an extra like 20, 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, that was good. Um, I was just nervous about the entire thing. Um, nurses were actually, um, I mean, some were cool. There were some that were just like, eh, like, I don't know. They, they I, I don't know how the whole nursing profession is. If you're listening and you're a nurse, um, definitely let me know on this. But th yeah, there definitely are different personalities to uh, the different nurses I've interacted with. Some of them just like, made uh try to make it like lighthearted jokes and all that um but yeah uh all that stuff aside it was pretty good and then finally the surgeon came in and said hi to me we talked for a little bit asked if i had any questions um i just basically had a question about the whole recovery process and all that and yeah that was pretty much it and then they um fed me a bunch of drugs and uh Finally wheeled me into the surgical room and um, pumped me up with anesthesia. And then they didn't even ask me to count down to 10. They just pumped it in. And then all. next thing I know, I was asleep. And I woke. And the next thing I know, I woke up feeling super fucking high. And um, yeah, just feeling super out of it. And then my left arm was just in this brick hard cast. And yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, I was just feeling super out of it, man. But yeah, they, they really pumped me full of stuff. Um, had a ride home. Um, they asked my, my friend who was driving me, they, she asked me if I wanted any like food to celebrate and all that kind of stuff. But like, and honestly, I was just feeling so nauseous from all of the drugs that they pumped me up with that I really couldn't stomach anything. I know that in the car, luckily, uh, she had a plastic bag I was just holding. I ended up throwing up in the car and luckily I didn't have any food in my system. Otherwise that would have not been good. But yeah, after the the operation, all they did was get, uh, they asked me if I wanted anything. I just asked for some like apple juice and I drank some apple juice. And then I'm throwing up, throwing up that apple juice, you know, a few hours later. And then went home, um, sobered up a little bit, um, although I was still pretty out of it for the rest of the day. Um, yeah, so I got up and made myself like, just like a small sandwich, ate that. And then I ended up throwing that up an hour later. So I pretty much had, all in all, probably like, I mean, I mean, if I even digested any of that stuff, probably like two or three hundred calories for that entire day. Um, I just basically went to bed. Actually, before bed, I ended up having some more fruit and some more and a couple scoops of protein mixed that with almond milk, and that actually stayed down for the rest of the night. So all in all, that day, I probably had three to four hundred calories. Um, so yeah, that that was pretty much it for that day of the surgery. That was on Friday. Um, had an okay night's rest. I definitely felt like I should have slept better, but I didn't. I think it was because mainly it was mainly due to the heat. Um, yeah, it was also a very hot weekend here in the Pacific Northwest. We we're just having some sort of like heat wave. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't sleep as well as I could have, um, and pretty much just laid low for the the rest of the weekend. I tried not to as much as I wanted to get back into the rhythm of working, making content, and all that kind of stuff. I tried to. I, I really tried to. Uh, keep myself from doing that just because I know that I'm obviously obviously not in like the best state of mind and the best state of uh, productivity to be doing that kind of stuff and also I shouldn't be it's like kind of 
It's kind of like when your body's telling you, hey, you shouldn't work out. You're like feeling pretty shitty and you just go and work out anyway and you feel even more like shit. And you also just kind of dig a dig dig a bigger ditch for yourself to recover from when you do that kind of stuff. So I was like listening to my body and I, you know, you know me, I hardly do this. I'm a very type A person. I always like to be doing stuff. So yeah, it was it was very difficult for me to do that to say the least, but I knew that, you know, this is playing the long-term thing. Um, I'm doing what's best for my body in the long-term, doing what's best for my body and mind. It's just telling me to take take this weekend off and basically not do anything. And that is exactly what I did. And going in Monday, I felt so much better about like working. I actually pumped up, pumped out like like six TikTok videos, um, have that all saved in the drafts and all that. Um, so yeah, and then pretty much fast forward to Wednesday, here I am. Um, yeah, I will say... It, I mean, it's pretty much like business as usual in terms of the past few days. I will say, though, probably the biggest, I mean, physically, I'm doing fine. There's really no pain, and I can't really move it. So um, I, I think movement is going to trigger pain, but I can't really move it right now because I'm stuck in this hard cast. So, yeah, I don't really feel much pain. It's actually, yeah, I'm, I'm actually quite surprised that love how, like, little pain that I feel, even though I was just, like, they, they literally cut me open and dug around in there so yeah which 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 pretty much goes to show like it's pretty amazing what we have evolved to like in terms of just medical advancements what we're able to do nowadays um yeah i, I mean i don't know if i just have a higher pain tolerance than gen in general which personally i think i do but yeah it, it's just amazing what we're able to do like if we think about this like if this happened 50 years ago you'd be you'd just be like well um, yeah, either I get surgery with a very high chance of getting an infection and dying, or I just kind of live with this injury for the rest of my life. And whereas like now, like I, the fact that I had the option to undergo this and basically go back to near or even to full function, that's pretty incredible to think about. But, um, yeah, all the stuff aside, I'm doing pretty well in terms of just physically, I will say the, the mental aspect, which I will kind of dive into uh, more in this week's episode and also provide some more insight and possibly some more advice and tips for you to or help you overcome uh, mental hurdles although obviously not the same I mean it could be the same if you are suffering from injury which I am sorry to hear that if you are going through any sort of injury or significant setback in your life right now but in terms of just my mindset it's I will say it's been a huge mindfuck for me just going into the gym and not being able to hit my previous numbers just because one i don't have a left arm to to be working and secondly even though you're doing like legs and a lot of other movements you don't realize how much bracing and how much stability one arm gives you until you aren't able to use it so even like the lifts for my legs like i cannot do as much as i like previously did just because i have less stability i can't use that other arm to hold on to stuff and to brace and all that so I have to use significantly less weight and also just like getting myself to to show up to the gym it, it's just been a lot harder because i know that i can't actually push myself to do more i can't push myself to the extent or to the uh previous intensity that i was at that i was going at prior to this injury so yeah that's just been a huge mental hurdle for me um and I'm sure that anyone who has pushed themselves to some capacity can relate to this. You know, just seeing how your body was able to perform previous to a certain point in time. And then knowing that, like, you are now, like, kind of not back to square one, but you are um, 
in a previous state than your body was like knowing that knowing the level of accomplish accomplishment that you were able to accomplish and seeing these these setbacks that you know your body is not able to perform your body doesn't look the way or i mean i mean looking it's probably more or less the same but in terms of performance like i measure um the way my body performs like i i am like constantly kind of evaluating that all the time so just knowing that my body's performance is just lower than where it was before it's just like i said it's a huge mind fuck and part of me is like is there even a point in showing up to the gym and i ha- kind of have to like reframe this mindset a whole lot to like as if i were a a client to myself and yeah and i have to keep telling myself like like honestly realistically speaking i could probably take the next two to three weeks completely off and not lift any weights at all and i would still have all of my muscle like you your muscle does not atrophy that easily and i've said this in prior episodes in this podcast that atrophy doesn't really kick in until about four plus weeks of like straight up inactivity like if you were in a coma and you couldn't move your body and you're just straight up in bed for four plus weeks then you would start seeing an appreciable amount of muscle loss but if you're still moving around even though you're not lifting weights if you're still walking around you know you're doing chores you're moving your body to an extent you are you're still using your muscles to an extent so you're not going to lose like any muscle or if if then you're going to lose a very tiny amount of muscle like to the point where like you wouldn't even notice um even if you like took progress pictures or something so yeah just knowing that like realistically i could take the next two or three weeks off and not lose a single ounce of muscle but also i know that i need to maintain some sort of consistent routine because if i don't then it's going to be very easy for me to kind of lose this momentum and really get back into it once i do fully recover and this is and I'm I'm not sure if you listening have personally dealt with this or if you are dealing with it right now, but I think that's that's probably the hardest part is like knowing that you have to continue pushing through, even though you're not gonna make progress, but you know you have to keep that momentum going because staying in shape is so much harder than or no no stay let me rephrase that. Staying in shape is so much easier than getting back into shape. And I and I know this to be true and yeah, it's just one of those things, those things that I have to keep reminding myself of to just keep, simply like keep going and not give up and not use this setback as an excuse to stop altogether because I know that if I stop, if I get really fat, if I just lose my conditioning, if I lose all my strength like everywhere else, then me dipping to that lower level, it's going to be it's going to be so much of a farther climb for me. So like I'm thinking about this in in terms of like climbing a staircase. Let's say you reach like the tenth the tenth step, and you're like something happens. You end up falling on your ass, and you fall you fall down to say you know stair stair number six or something. And if I if I just keep going and I try to maintain, and by the time I fully recover and get back to where I was before, or just just heal up in general, I'm still at uh, step number six. And I just have to climb four more steps and it's going to be so much easier because muscle memory and all that to get back to stick step number 10. Whereas if I, let's say that same injury happened, I get back down to step number six and then I just kind of give up altogether. I let everything slide let my diet, let my training slide. And I end up getting back to stair number two. 
the climb from stair number two and you're as you're looking up that staircase it's going to be so much higher and you're going to feel even more discouraged and you're like well what's the, what's the point i'm so far away how am i going to achieve this whereas step number six you're like oh that's within arm's reach i can totally get back up to that so like if anything like if if you're going through some sort of setback right now i just want you to know that you should keep going like it's so much easier to stay in shape. In fact, you don't even really have to do as much. Like I could half-ass all my workouts and I could still stay in pretty decent shape and keep most of my strength and muscle. Um, whereas if I took off altogether, obviously I'm going to lose all of that eventually. So yeah, and then trying to get back into shape. Anyone who has gotten out of shape will tell you like literally like getting back into shape is the, one of the hardest things because you're going to have to reestablish new routines. You're going to have to reestablish new habits. Um, yeah, you're going to have to pretty much reestablish like training, nutrition, all of these things. Um, you're going to have to just basically like start over. Whereas if you already have a good foundation, if you already have a good baseline in place, the climb doesn't feel as high and your body's going to be better conditioned because yeah, you're, you're starting off higher. And so you're, and also your body doesn't feel like it's complete shit. And like, you know, doing the, even the new, most like minute or simple task will just simply, yeah. It will, doing all of these like simple and minute tasks might seem very very easy uh versus or no very hard be because you're out of like you're out of your previous conditioning so yeah and then like as for that to kind of like tie things together what i kind of wanted to get into with the uh, topic of this episode as as you can tell by the the title is like continue showing up even though when you don't want to and i'd say that's probably the biggest thing because like i said like part of me just kind of just want to take off and like, oh, you know, what's the point of even going to the gym if I can't like make progress and all that. And yeah, I just have to keep myself, keep telling myself to keep showing up and keep maintaining these habits so that when I am finally better, I can get back into it with like, it's going to take, obviously it's going to take me much less time to get back into it, but also it's going to help me keep this foundation so that the climb doesn't feel as hard. It doesn't feel as tough. It's not going to take as long. So Yeah. And just and and this can apply even if you're not injured. Just I think that it's very normal for us to have days where we really don't want to show up, but we know we need to keep going anyway. And this is something that I will probably keep harping on on until the day I die. Is that motivation is kind of useless because I will tell you that this past it hasn't even been a week yet, but th this past like half a week, I have been in kind of the the lowest. Um, like motivational state ever um just because yeah it, this dealing with this injury is tough like on the body nonetheless but like especially on the mind um as you can probably tell from what i've been talking about for the past like what 20 minutes is that yeah is that it, it's it the the mental hurdle of like telling yourself that i have to keep going like despite like all it, it's just so much harder to keep going because Obviously, I don't have a left arm. I can't do stuff as I usually did in terms of like strength and all that. And knowing that I'm going to, I am going to atrophy a little bit just because of this arm is going to stay still for a few months. Um, so yeah, it's a huge mental hurdle to overcome. But um, I just have to keep showing up. Like no matter how motivated or unmotivated I feel, I have to keep showing up because the the end goal that I want, like. I don't want to get completely out of shape. I know all of the benefits that I will get just by simply going and not really like pushing myself balls to the wall on every workout because I can't really, but just like showing up 
And just simply showing up to maintain what I have is going to set my future self up for success. Although like right now in the short term, I just want to give up on everything. I just want to stop. I just want to kind of dissociate myself for the next few months and just be like, hey, you know, fuck it. I just want to kind of like take it easy these next few months and like not really think about it because I don't really feel like doing this right now. But I know that because I'm doing that to satisfy this short-term need, this short-term gratification, that set myself, setting myself up for the long-term is not going to be good. I'm going to atrophy a lot more than I would have if I just kept training. And I'm just going to pretty much get out of the rhythm, get out of a all of these habits that I've worked so hard to achieve over the past years. And yeah, it's just basically kind of switching. And, and this is not the easiest thing to do. This is a very difficult thing for a lot of people switching from that short term to that long term mindset. But yeah, we're all a we're all a work in progress in terms of this. So yeah, but that that's probably the best piece of tip and the best piece of advice and best tip that I can give you for this is that always have kind of like the long term game in mind, like, as I know, and I say this speak and I say this again and again because I know this is very, very difficult to do because in this very moment, like it, like I said, it's been half a week, but it's felt like these this past half a week has felt like a very long time and it feels like time is moving very slow because in the moment, you know, you're all tied up in your emotions and you're then obviously the only thing that you think about is what happened recently. So your mind is constantly on this thing. So it obviously it feels like a very long time, but when you focus on the long term, you, I'm not going to say you sort of speed up time, but when you focus on that, you start to focus on, Hey, what can I do right now that I know will set myself up best for the future? Because I mean, really, I think we should be thinking in that mindset most of the time because like, yeah, unless you're like only planning to live for like the next few months, then then you you should be thinking in the long term because I think most of us want to um, spend as much time on this planet as possible and just to kind of like make the most out, out of our lives. So we should always be thinking like, or not always, but we should be most of the time thinking about things in the long term so that we can set ourselves up for success and yeah, longevity is, is the key. This, I mean, this is something we see across cultures, across um, uh, different types of people is that we always want to get the most out of our, our lives and we always want to um, maximize our time here on this planet and also the quality of, the, of that long time. We don't want to just live for a long time and like be, live, have a lot of shitty years. We want to live a long time and have those years be quality years where we can like make the most out of it make the most out of our out of our memories and experiences um so yeah i don't want this discussion to get too profound but um yeah that's basically it just keep showing up for yourself and i don't know who needs to hear this but um no matter how difficult or how easy your situation might feel right now i mean even if things are going really well for you just know that um those high points won't last and also, if you're going through some very tough times and low points in your life, also know that those same low points and tough times aren't going to last forever, and you'll eventually get through these valleys. And you eventually, yeah, and that's that's just the way of life. You just get through these peaks and valleys of life. And yeah, the good times don't last forever. The bad times certainly don't last forever. But you just got to keep going, make the most out of everything, and just keep going, do what you know is best that's going to help you out over the long term and everything will sort itself out. Just just always have the long game in mind. 
And yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope, really hope this helps at least one person listening to this. Um, but yeah, that's about it. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review. Uh, be sure to leave a written review as well because I love reading those. And yeah, thanks again for tuning in this week. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace out.